Welcome to the Undefeated Podcast with Sara. Did you know that you don't need to live feeling defeated in any area of your life? I believe a huge part of us learning to live from the place of victory is learning to see from God's perspective and discern what's heaven's agenda in this particular season in your life and in the world around you. In this podcast, we will practice discerning what God is doing, both regarding our individual journeys and corporately, so that we can partner with Him in seeing His kingdom come and will be done right now on earth as it is in heaven and live our lives undefeated. Hey! I hope you guys are doing good. I titled this episode, uh, I will give you rest. And I'm obviously not referring to myself here. I'm not the one who's giving you rest. But this is uh, a famous quote by Jesus himself from Matthew 11. And I will read the scripture for you a little bit later. But I really wanted to talk about rest and specifically about the relationship between rest and trust. And as I was getting ready to record this episode, I was thinking of a couple of funny stories from my own life. I I think I really have the gift of sleep. I know it, it really is a gift to be able to sleep in lots of places. I know other people often have, have an issue of being able to fall asleep and I, I often laugh that my problem is the opposite. I have the challenge of being able to wake up or <laughs> challenge of staying awake. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> I was thinking of a story when I was a teenager and I, I joined this all night worship and prayer meeting. There were probably a couple of hundred people there and towards the early morning hours I fell asleep right in the middle of this big auditorium. And then I wake up uh, <laughs> and I sit up and look around and these couple of hundred people are in a circle all around me. They were closing the meeting and they decided to make a circle and nobody bothered <laughs> to wake me up. So there I am sleeping in the middle of this huge circle. And, you know, as a teenager, that's the last thing you want to experience where everybody's like staring at you You're right in the middle. So I just kind of went back <laughs> to sleep I just crawled down and I'm like I'm not gonna walk across this whole auditorium while everybody's gonna stare at me so anyway I ended up sleeping for the rest of the meeting <laughs> um another funny story is when I this is uh, only a few years ago I I have been on a minister trip somewhere overseas and I I don't even remember where I went to but I was very jet-lagged coming back to California I flew into San Francisco airport and I had asked somebody to come pick me up and I, I didn't know this person personally, um, but they had promised to come get me and it was late at night so I knew she was tired but I was even more tired because I was also jet lagged and tired after my travels. Um, so I was actually very concerned that she would fall asleep while she's driving so I was trying to do my best and, and talk to keep her awake and also keep myself awake. But apparently, 
uh, sleep won this battle and I literally fell asleep in the middle of telling this story. And this girl told me later that I had finished the story while I was asleep. And apparently it had been very entertaining to watch me sleep talk. (laughs) Uh, I kind of wish somebody had recorded that. It would have been great to see that. However, the ending wasn't so great. uh, Because when I fell asleep, um, the girl kind of I think she had driven a little too close to the edge of the road and and hit some like safety curb just a little bit we were not in danger but I woke up when the car like jerked and I screamed because <laughs> I I was certain that we were in a car crash <laughs> and which actually almost led into us crashing because I screamed so loud that I scared <laughs> the driver I mean thank god uh, nothing bad happened but <laughs> I think the whole point of this story is that uh, you need to trust the driver in order to actually rest. And I was just thinking about this, like, it's actually possible to sleep, but still not rest if you are not in a place of trust. Because your your soul, your insights are actually not getting into that place of rest at all, because you are so concerned and you're so worried and uh, uh, also, like when I'm when I'm talking about rest, I'm obviously not just talking about physical sleep. Uh, even though obviously sleep is very important, and and part of our physical body and our soul and our spirit gets to be renewed, refreshed when we sleep, when we are in a place of rest, when we actually sleep. And I, I actually just. Uh, I be I was in a quarantine for a couple of weeks. I'm out of it, praise God. Uh, um, but um, so during that time, I uh, bought uh, a new pillow. I ordered from Amazon a new pillow and also a set of these beautiful silky satin type of bed sheets. And oh my gosh, like that has made a huge difference. I have been sleeping so well. Um, but also like it, ha- I have felt like my spirit and my soul have been in such a deep place of rest that I, I've been sharing before that I, I'm a dreamer and I have so many dreams pretty much every night. But in this past couple of weeks, in this past very most recent season, I haven't even had a whole bunch of dreams. And I think it's because I've been in such a deep, deep place of rest and, uh, and also the funny thing for me has been that um, during these past two weeks, I have had a couple of people send me emails telling me how they had a dream about me. And uh, <laughs> so I think it's it's so beautiful that the Lord has given me so much rest that I haven't even need to occupy my mind uh, while I'm sleeping. But at the same time, he's been speaking to other people about me while they've been sleeping. And so I've been still blessed by dreams, but this time just through other people. And actually there were two specific dreams that two different people sent me that were so profound. Like one of them was more ministry related and the other one was more on my personal life. But but I really got some uh, divine wisdom and powerful, powerful encouragement through both of those two dreams. So uh, 
yeah, I just wanted to add that, that that's been a beautiful way how the Lord has been ministering to me in this past season. And uh, so the whole whole point with this episode is that I I believe that God is really wanting to give us rest and peace, both while we are awake, but also while we are asleep. Um, and that we can enter into that place of rest only through that gate of trust. And, and it's only in his presence that we get that uh, shalom, peace and, and that rest for our, our soul, our spirit and our body. And so, so the title of this episode, I will give you rest, as I said, it's from Matthew 11 verses 28 and I'm going to read through 30. So Jesus says here, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's such an encouraging, beautiful word. And what really spoke to me is that uh, Jesus, is, it starts by saying, come to me, that, that that really is the key. Like we actually need to come to Jesus. That's the only place where the real rest comes from. And, uh, uh, and we need to enter into his presence with that place that we actually trust his heart. Um, like we can't even approach him if we don't trust him. Like our heart has to be in the place where we actually fully trust him with our lives. I want to read the same scripture from the message translation as well, because it's, it's put in such a beautiful way. So it says that, Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me. And you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. I love this so much. I, I love how it says that uh, learn the unforced rhythms of grace and that it comes from the place of keeping company with Jesus and, and that it is, it's that place that we need to actually dwell and abide in him so that we can abide in rest and in peace. Um, I also love um, Psalm 91. It's talking about this very same thing. It starts by saying that whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. That was from NIV. And I love how this same concept that it's actually says that whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. 
So we actually need to dwell in his presence, in, the, in his shelter, uh, that that's what's going to give us the rest. Uh, and then it also says that he's my God in whom I trust. So it comes from the place of our declaration of our heart, fully trust in him, that we actually can dwell in his presence and dwell in that place of complete rest and peace in him. Also, Isaiah 26 and verse 3 puts it in a beautiful way. It says that you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. I, that, that just puts it in such a clear way that where that place of perfect peace, it comes, it's, it's directly related to that place of trust that it actually, we are led into that place of perfect peace because we trust Jesus. It's so, so, so important that our heart gets into that place of complete trust in him. And I, I was reading this book that I absolutely love. It's called Blessing Your Spirit by Sylvia Gunter and Arthur Burke. Um, and there's a chapter on trust here that really spoke to me in a very profound way. Um, I'm going to read this is from um, the page 18 in this book. Just uh, a little passage of this chapter. It says that the word trust is very significant in the Old Testament. It is not an act of your will where you choose to risk something but it is a profound emotional confidence in which you are completely expecting things to be right. It is like the trust that you felt in the womb as you listened to your mother's heartbeat. You heard the thumping on a regular basis. Your body vibrated with the rushing sound of blood as her heart pumped. You trusted in your mother's heart for it continued to beat minute after minute, day after day, and you had complete emotional confidence in it. That is what your father wants you to experience with him. He wants you to experience so much of his faithfulness that you are emotionally at peace in him. There is a time and a place for risking on God as an act of faith even when your emotions don't agree. But it is far greater, a more wonderful, special gift for you to trust and be truly at peace with what your father is going to do and what he has called you to do. Wow, isn't that amazing? So it's talking about that trust being, being that emotional confidence that your father is taking care of you and that he's, he's fully with you. And, uh, um, and that it's like, I, people often say that uh, rest is not an absence of activity, um, but it's, it's the absence of relying on my own strength. And, and that's the place I can only be in that place when I have that emotional confidence, that trust that my father, my father is with me 
And it's not all up to me that I actually get to fully rely on him, that I get to fully trust his heart and trust his faithfulness. And, And then I get to operate from that place of rest and place of trust. Um, I was reading another uh, verse from Hebrews 4, where it also is talking about rest. And I I just want to read a couple of verses from this uh, Hebrews 4, 1 to 2 and 9 to 11. It says that, therefore, since the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us be careful that none of you be found to have fallen short of it. For we also have had the good news proclaimed to us, just as they did. But the message they heard was of no value to them because they did not share the faith of those who obeyed. There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works, just as God did from his. Let us, therefore, make every effort to enter that rest so that no one will perish by following the example of disobedience. And and I love how, how in this passage, it's like it's talking about the promise that that's we have the promise of entering into God's rest. But it's also it's talking about um. the connection between faith and our obedience that that we actually we are following um following Jesus and we're following his example when he's inviting us into that place of rest and and that it's actually not by our own efforts um that we actually we are resting from our own works and and that's the whole gospel that's the salvation that it's not by our own works that we are saved it's it's a gift of god it's by his grace and that i believe that it's that place of us learning what his grace is that it's uh it's not only the salvation grace that we we get into kingdom by grace but we actually live in the kingdom by his grace that it's not about my works it's not about by my efforts um it's not all up to me. It's not all up to my ability to make my life work, but it's it's actually about my heart being in that place that I'm I'm obeying Jesus by trusting him, by by choosing to give him the lordship of my life and it takes such a burden off of our shoulders when we actually get to enter in his rest into his grace. That he's the one, he's the one who is leading us. He's the life giver. It's every breath in our lungs is by his grace. And uh, I was reading, I want to read a couple more quotes before I wrap this up. But um, there's a beautiful quote by Graham Cook um, where he says that, And there are times, says the Lord, that I won't tell you everything. I will just hold out my hand and the feel and the weight of my presence will cause you to trust without misgiving. And I will teach you how to walk into the unknown, confident, restful and joyful. 
Oh, that's so powerful. And I feel like we corporately in that season where we don't see everything, there is so much unknown that we are walking into that we don't know how this next couple of months is going to look like. But but in the midst of that, uh, it's like Jesus is holding out his hand and and the feel and the weight of his presence will actually cause us to trust that even in that place, like the trust is not by efforts. It's that the trust comes in his presence that we actually, we get to have that emotional confidence in his goodness where we get to walk and move forward, confident, restful, joyful, because we know him, because we know that he's actually walking with us, that it's his presence that will enable us to be in the place of complete rest. And I, I want to read one more last quote. I know I'm doing a lot of quotes in this episode, but this was, this is so, so powerful and beautiful. Uh, this is from a book called Tell Your Heart to Beat Again by Dot Sheets. Uh, and it's a short quote, but uh, he says that every fear Every wall you've put up to protect your heart, every place where you've decided, even if it was unconsciously, that you won't trust God, tear it down. Every subtle determination not to believe, every testimonial to disappointment that exists in your heart, right now, by faith, tear it down. You must do this to make way for God to become Jehovah Shalom to you. Yes, that is so good. Uh, And there's just so much wisdom in this. And I I feel like that really is the key uh, that we need to tear down every place in our heart that has decided not to trust God, uh, that we need to consciously pull down those walls around our hearts in any place of disappointment. Uh, Like it says here that every testimonial to disappointment that exists in your heart, we need to tear it down. Uh, And I, I just, I pray right now that Holy Spirit, that, that you would fill us up afresh and And we repent from every place of self-reliance, self-sufficiency, any place where we have chosen to trust ourselves or uh, take the lead, to take the driver's seat. Uh, we, We give the leadership to you, Jesus. And we say that we choose to trust you. Yet again, we choose to trust you. Today, I choose to trust you. Yeah. Yeah, we choose to walk with you. Uh, and I thank you that you are the one who is leading us into that place where we get to have that emotional confidence in your goodness. Yeah, thank you, God, that you are so trustworthy and you want us to abide and dwell in your presence in that place of complete rest, rest for our souls, rest for our bodies, rest for our hearts, our minds, every part of our being, our spirits, 
fully resting in you. Yeah, that you are strong enough to carry us. You are big enough to carry us. That there is no circumstance that's too hard for you. That's too complicated. There is no dead end streets for you. That you are the way, the truth and the life. Yeah, we choose you, Jesus, today. And I just, I welcome your shalom peace to fill every heart that's listening right now. Come, Holy Spirit, fill us with your peace. Yeah, lead us into your rest. Lead us into your rest today as we choose to abide in you, as we choose to abide in your presence. We love you, Lord Jesus. We love you. We love your presence. Amen.